Welcome to Allstrom's new podcast series, From Plastic to Purpose. Consumers and brand owners are demanding more sustainable solutions that reduce their impact on the environment and also have a positive end-of-life story. Allstrom's From Plastic to Purpose campaign aims at raising awareness regarding the possibility of fiber-based solutions as a renewable packaging option and the solutions we can provide. I'm Addie Teeters with Allstrom, and I'm here today with one of our innovators who is really at the helm of developing sustainable fiber-based solutions, Vice President for Allstrom's global innovation work, Nicola Tissier. So welcome, Nicola. Yeah, thank you, Addie. Uh, hello to you. So I'm very happy to be there today, and I think that's a very good opportunity if we can bring a bit more details, explanation, and, and the big picture of what we understand by innovation for the company and how we support the plastic to purpose activities. And really to get us started, Nicola, can you explain Alstrom's broad approach to R&D and innovation work? So innovation is really at the core of what we want to do, how we want want to support not only the vision and the mission of the company, but how we want to play a role in the society. I think we are basically dedicating two R&D sites which are really working for R&D and innovation where we have really the core R&D organization which is based and composed of experts that can support both the great, let's say the the, the big picture project or the long-term perspective but also are supporting what we do on a more shorter term what is dedicated to uh, innovation at the BU or more application-driven activities. Exactly. And when it comes to developing replacement technologies for traditional products that really just aren't considered as a renewable or a fiber-based paper structure, how do we break down the problem to find a solution, to find those replacement technologies? I think it really depends on the type of problem or the the type of thing that we want to solve. I think there is two approaches. The first approach is really that we want to solve what the customers has really expressed us as being a clear uh, uh, market need and we work with them, we co-develop with them and we, we really actively develop the, the project and the product together with the customer to make sure that's fitting their customer, uh, the customer needs, but also that fit also to what we can supply in terms of short-term solution. That's one aspect. The, the second aspect, which is on the other, other, other side of the spectra, is really we try also to identify what could be the mega trend. I think the plastic to purpose is definitely something that we have seen already for a long time and where we want to really be active and identify what could be the solution that maybe the market is not yet asking for, but that we can be in advance and actively also go to the customer, co-develop with the customer, which are also in this very innovative mindset to bring the solution for the next generation. And when you when you were talking about the co-development there, you mentioned the supply chain and the customer's customer. We really need to be a part of the conversations across the entire supply chain, don't we? I think we, we definitely need to. I think we are also end consumer. So I think we have a role to play in how we want to see the product and the society to to, to change and to, let's say, react to these, these topics we have, on, uh, which are on the, the mega trends at the moment. And I think we, as a company, cannot just work with our direct customers because their direct customers also work, work with their direct customers. And, and this is just a microcosm that we need to be part of all. We need to be part of the, the discussion with the supplier. We need to be part of the discussion with the organization, uh, non, non, uh, the, the, the organization such, such as non-governmental organization. We need also to understand what the regulations are to, to be able to both, let's say, bring back also some ideas to much more 
pragmatic thinking. I would say when, when I say pragmatic thinking, it's much more like there is a lot of things which are said, which are based on, on feeling. And what we want also to bring is a bit more science. We want to bring science and, 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 and understanding of what's the reality, what's the reality of what we want to do. So we have really to play at all level. We want to be active and, 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 and be part of every single step in the value chain to really understand what exactly the market needs and how we can really exactly reply to this type of needs. You said something there, what is the reality of what we really want to do? And I think if we aren't addressing that component, so often we over-engineer where we don't need to. Is, I mean, do you find that? This is sometimes the case. And I think the usually, let's call it the R&D or the innovation community has always in mind to develop the perfect solution. And sometimes the perfect solution would take maybe years to be developed. And we may miss, not only from the market perspective, but just from, from a component perspective, we may miss to bring the right solution at the right time, which may not be the perfect solution overall, but may be able to solve the solution that we already identified. So I think the over-engineering, this is something that we would not completely avoid from a mindset perspective, but we, we, we are also changing the company in order to, 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 to transform the innovation into a mindset and a process that could both be a solution to the short term, the mid term, the long term, but matching what would be exactly needed to be done. So no over engineering from launching new product. Mm -hmm. The over engineering could be more considered as we have teams, we have uh, organization and, 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 and activities in, in my group, which are really dedicated to target the ultimate uh, improvement. But this will not be a short term. It will be a long term. And this team is dedicated together with the entire organization to support identifying what would be the solution in the future. If we use this solution now, it probably not be exactly what the market wants and what's the, the, what it will bring something to the market. But we are thinking much long term also now. I think we're in a position where we have to. If we don't, if we don't have those long-term strategies in place, we aren't going to be in a position to really serve the market right when they are ready. I mean, is that is that what we continue to find, that the demands from the marketplace are here and we, we have to be ready now? I think there is different dynamics also on the market, uh, either because the customer or direct customer are extremely aware about what their customer wants and or because they are also market driver in terms of innovation. I think the, the customer that we are working at, at at the moment, we are working with at the moment, are really the customer that are thinking long-term in terms of having, they, they bring sustainability in also the way they are working, not only in the product, but they want also to be able to provide solutions which are not short-term, but which are making a difference on the long-term. So I think that's a double sense about sustainability, that's sustainable for the planet, but that's sustainable also in bringing solutions to the market. And Nicola, you have been with our organization for a relatively short period of time. So what have been your observations and what are what are you excited about in really tackling some of these these innovation issues? I think we have a kind of uh, we have an innovation power which is probably unlimited into the into the market compared to our, our let's say uh, competitors and even beyond our competition. We have really unique R&D capability and sight in our R&D or dedicated location. But I think this is just more than that. Uh, this is also because of the people. I think the people are willing to, 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 to be challenged, to challenge also the, 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 
let's call it the establishment or let's say the, the, the what's, what the situation is. And they are extremely skilled in many different things. So we don't have only paper maker, uh, uh, engineer or scientist. We have really a broad range of all type of expertise that can bring us to the next level. We have polymer expert, we have analytical expert, we develop our own analytical method. We have teams which are really dedicated to identify what could be the key component on the market with the supplier and work with them also to develop a solution that could fit our needs and, uh, and could be matching also uh, our technology and, and, and our asset. But we look also beyond that. I mean, we are also, I think the, 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 the typical way is that you do what you can with what you have. And this is definitely not enough anymore. I think we need much more to see beyond that and understand what could be the solution that no one has really done at the moment from a process just to produce, but also from a composition perspective. So we have very strong collaboration with our procurement team where we, are, we have really dedicated the people which are just looking for the type of raw material that are maybe not yet fully available, not yet fully, uh, let's say, uh, uh, fully developed, but we work with them in order to, to help them to develop the raw material that will be helpful also for us. We work also with research institutes uh, in order to develop process to, to be able to produce on a larger scale that. I think we do that uh, at every single, let's say, uh, uh, location we have also uh, for the company. We have collaboration in the Nordic country. We have collaboration uh, in the, in the, in the southeast, uh, south, southern Europe. So we, we further expand that also to see how we want we further to do that in North America. So there is a lot of things that we are uh, investigating and, and pushing forward. We are far from being satisfied. We need to do more and more. But I think we are really on the good way to, to be able to have much more also capability to find the right solution for the, for the, for the next, let's say, generation, I would say. We're going to continue to push the boundaries, but we have the right team and infrastructure to do that. I think we have a very good starting point about that. Uh, I think there is always new competencies that we can bring. Do we want to bring the competency permanently internally or do we want to collaborate? I think both models are completely valid. I think we want also to have much more open innovation. Uh, making sure that we collaborate with external partners, with startups, with university, with institute or with company to make sure that we co-develop solution together. So I think the, the, there is not really any limit about what we can do. Uh, we just need to make sure that we focus, prioritize also on what we think makes sense from the market perspective, but also from, from our vision perspective. And I think we are well equipped, I would say, to, to further progress in this direction. Well, Nicola, thank you so much for your insight and for expanding on all of the inventive and important work your team is doing. Um, and of course, for just participating in our podcast series from Plastic to Purpose. It was a pleasure to have you today. Thank you very much, Adi. Looking forward to a further discussion with you. As Alstrom continues to lead this effort in the marketplace, we encourage others across the packaging supply chain to consider fiber-based solutions as they innovate products for their customers. To learn more about Alstrom's product offerings and our sustainable journey, please visit www.alstrom.com. <laughs>